So yeah, you you guys are uh, driving um, a little bit. You guys hit the uh, the highway. While we're driving, can I lean over? Is Patricia in the back seat with us? Uh, yes. I'm gonna lean over and be like, "So, tell me yeah. uh, where where you got all this stuff that you are wearing from?" Because, uh, well. I have a feeling you did not uh, buy it. No, you had a bit of a discount. She uh, she uh, nods and says, uh, "Yeah, the uh, the lodge gives us uh, kind of like an allowance, I guess." Mister Cold, allowance, allowance for stealing. Mister Cold interjects immediately and says, "This man is a kleptomaniac." I ah. I am a career criminal. And cat burglar. I'm wanted in five countries in Europe. And you remember that you are afraid of this woman. I'm afraid of her mother, not her. <laughs> yeah, like uh, Julia is glaring at Cato from the rearview mirror. I just wanted to give her a word of advice. If she's going to wear the things that she's stolen, do not wear them around in public because people will recognize them like that. And he's gonna point it something that I'm I'm sure she's got to be wearing something that's like being posted as expensive things stolen. She she does have like a fancy necklace and she's like I okay, I got this necklace from Peter. It might be stolen, yeah. Uh you, you know what? Charisma to see if she's lying. Yeah. That's an 11. <laughs> that's an 11. Okay, so she is telling the truth that that uh that necklace was given to her by Peter. But being a career criminal and knowing how criminals uh do, like you get the feeling that that she might have toyed around with the idea a couple times. Mm-hmm. Um can I have uh Mauve Moth like lean forward to Kato and like do a little one of those cryptid screeches at him? Yeah, one hundred percent. Like, uh, he is buckled in, though. Yeah, yeah, which is good because the card does like jostle. Because Julia was not expecting to hear the Mothman scream at max volume in her car, mm-hmm. and she just like glances at the road for a second, then turns around and just glares at the both of you and says, "Will you two knock it off? I will pull this car over." Yes, ma'am. And uh, yeah, she she goes back to uh, driving. Um, uh, the two of you can give me int checks, though. And you okay. know what? I'll I'll give uh, Patricia one too. She's a smart cookie. The six. I've me. got a seven. Oh my Ooh, god! Patricia's got a twelve. So yeah, uh, yeah, Patricia critted. So. <clears throat> yeah, you two did not make the uh the DC, which was an eight. Um, but yeah, like a uh, Patricia uh like she kinda looks at her mom with this mom, come on, kind of look when she uh yells at the two of you. And uh then she looks in the uh, rear view mirror, uh like just full on turns around in her seat, and then uh she looks over at uh Kato and says, uh Okay, you're you're Okay, you're straight up criminal. Um, how how do you tell if someone's following you? Uh, 
Well, how long have they been following you? How long uh, have you suspected that they are following you? Well, she uh, she kind of like points out at a uh, car that's uh, behind you guys. It is a very nice, like very expensive looking, uh, pristine white car. And uh, she says, uh, "Well." I, I don't know. I feel like I've seen that car a couple of times in Portsmouth around the college. Are we on the, free we on the freeway? Y uh, you guys have made it to the freeway now. Is there an exit? Uh, yes. Takes the next exit. Uh. And I, I want you to make a series of random turns. Doesn't matter where they are. If it, if it follows you on every random turn, then they are following us. So, uh, yeah, Julia looks in the rearview mirror and then uh, looks back on the road and says, okay. And, uh, so, yeah, and you guys... Uh, Ash knows. Yeah! So, yeah, you guys uh, start take, making a, a series of random turns. Uh, the car follows you for the first couple and then uh, veers off. But, uh, like, now that you're looking for it, you do see it, like, every now and then. Mm -hmm. uh, like, like, they seem to know the gimmick of this... Uh, uh, this kind of a uh, uh, way to determine uh, uh, a tale, but they're trying to uh, just keep you in uh, in line of sight and uh, not uh, be directly behind you the whole time. How long have we been on the road? Um, I'll say like 10, 15 minutes. Enough time okay. to get out of Portsmouth and onto the freeway and then off the freeway into these... Uh, random turns of uh, some neighborhood. Have we had, like... Hmm? I was I was going to ask her to pull over. <laughs> oh, uh, so uh, just before that, um, ha have we had, like, the windows down? Are we, like, airing Patricia out? Is she drying off? Um, yeah, we'll see. You, you, can, uh, you can be working on uh, drying her off. Uh, mm -hmm. Yeah, like, yeah, you definitely get... Uh, Mr. Cold's coat off of her, and then like her own coat that she was wearing, mm -hmm. and uh, we ring him out. Yeah, um, and she's kind of just in like slacks and a sundress. Uh huh. But yeah, so uh, yeah, Julia uh pulls over into the next gas station. Uh, you guys come across, and uh, yeah, glances back up into the rearview mirror and says, "Okay, Mister Thief, now what?" Is it uh okay? Is it one of those like cross country gas stations, or is it like a, a local gas station? So, is it liminal space or not? Is what you're asking me? I'm oh, asking yes. liminal space. I'm asking, do they sell T-shirts? Um, yeah, we'll say this <laughs> is a. Uh, what's all I got was this lousy T-shirt. <laughs> yeah, we'll 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 say this is kind of like one of those in betweens where it, like it has a rack of T-shirts. Okay. Um. So, uh, I'm thinking that we can get Patricia some dry clothes. Ah. I am also going to motion for Julia, Julia to give me the keys. So, uh, yeah, she looks over at you and says, uh, so, you gonna do some criminal stuff to get rid of them? Well, I could actually do some criminal stuff and steal a car, but no, I'm just going to evade them. Which, outside of speeding, is, uh, well, it's legal. Uh, Mrs. Mm. Locke, do you think, uh, 
we could go into the gas station, maybe get, uh, or uh, get Patricia some fresh clothes. Uh, Julia uh, looks at her daughter and then says, uh, okay, this, this is probably a good idea. And, uh, yeah, so everybody gets out. She tosses the keys to Cato and says, uh, just don't put the car in eighth gear. You will go right into Mirage. Okay, but um, consider that could actually be a way of getting away from them. We leave that for a uh, last, last resort. Yeah, yeah. We. She uh she nods and says, "Yeah, I'm just worried because getting it back to Earth is uh a little tricky sometimes." So, yeah, Kato, you head off to uh. Yeah, you you get in the car and uh. Take off. I'm, wa- I'm waiting for everyone. Okay. As in, like, I'm evading them with everyone in the car, kind of thing. Okay, you're oh, not, like... Okay. Okay. <clears throat> no, no, I'm not, I'm not leaving, I'm just saying, like, let oh, okay. me drive so that I can lose our tail. Okay, okay, I see. So, yeah, in that case, uh, she, uh, looks over at her daughter and says, uh, do, do you think we might have time to at least get Patty a new shirt? Uh... We, I, I believe so. Okay, she uh points at uh Mr. Cole and says, "Okay, you're you're coming with us." Uh but yes, I was counting on it. Uh, we are we are going in. We are getting the shirt. We are changing it. We are getting out. And uh, Patricia kind of leans over to Mr. Cole and says, "Uh, she's almost always like this on trips." <laughs> well, it might uh if. If we head back into Mirage again, it might do well to pick up a few things to eat and drink, if you catch my meaning. Oh, please. I'm hungry. (laughs) Just no gas station sushi. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so yeah, you guys have however much money you have. and uh, I have $20. You have 20? Yeah. Um... (laughs) You can buy some simple medicine and some water that restores two two points to the associated stat. Okay, how much money do I have? I, I have one hundred and fifty. Okay. Yeah, I bought something. Exp- I think I bought the gun. Remember? Yeah, you bought the gun. Yeah. Okay, so yeah, if you have one hundred and fifty, you can buy uh, three uh, big boy drinks that restore ten HP per use. Uh, 40 gets you uh, just some basic medicine that restores 5 uh, HP. Um, some some herbal garbage for 80 um, will get you 10 AP. Some soda for 40 will get you 5. Ignore the fact that a can of soda is $40. It's... Uh, uh, inflation. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so $40 is one soda? Yes. For 5 AP? Yep. Uh, okay, so that would, uh, at least two of those, right, to kind of get both of us up a little bit more? Okay. Oh, yeah, I'm on, what am I on? I'm on, uh, four. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, you're four bits away from having just a bad time. Okay, so $80 minus 150 is, uh... I think you get the... 
I think you get fatigue if you, uh, yeah, yeah. If, if you get fatigued from running out of uh, anima points, mm. like everything takes a hit mm. by two die sizes, and you also cannot use your anima or its ability until uh, you recover. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, Kate. Looking at, sorry. Oh no, I was just gonna say Kato was scraping up against the wall of becoming absolutely bodied for, uh, from a stat. Yeah. What were some of the other things that you had said that we could buy? Um, okay, if you have the uh, PDF, everything starts on page uh, 52. <clears throat> uh, okay. Um, yeah, the simplest, like, heal to HP or AP items start at 20. Um, yeah, everything, yeah, the next thing up, which is 5 AP or 5 HP, has 40. 10 AP costs 80, while 10 HP costs 50. 50. Okay, uh, did... How bad did Kato get hurt? Oh, Kato hasn't taken any actual Oh, I thought damage. it was because of the electrocution that you got. No, he just got the uh, trauma inflicted on him. Okay, um... I took a little bit of damage, so I'm gonna get one healing item. Um, and I'll, I'll just get a five healing item, so that would be another 40... All right. Uh, which would leave me with so that's um thirty left. Should I get another like little soda or whatever, or like a little healing thing? Little bandages. That uh, doesn't hurt. Maybe we can get a first aid kit. Do we have enough for a first aid kit? Uh, first aid is eighty. Oh, uh, no. Actually, yeah, looking at it, first aid is weird, because, okay, med kit. Kills 10 HP to user or ally, 80 gold. Pain reliever. Restores 10 HP to user or ally. Okay, but it inflicts uh, silence. Okay, okay. Okay. Yeah. So, yeah, the the med kit is the, he, the big boy healing item that doesn't uh, inflict anything. The others inflict dazed, silence, or poison. What about, and a med kit's only one use, isn't it? Uh, yes. So there's no, like, first aid kit that's, like, comes with a bunch of the little stuff? Uh, no, not at this moment. Okay. But uh, we could get a box of bandages or something yeah, for, or like, some $20. Yeah. yeah, generic medicine for 40 and heals 5. No, I meant, like, the, the heals 2 or what, or the $20 one. Okay, okay, just a bunch of them? Uh... At least one of them, because I only have $30 left. Ah, uh, okay. <clears throat> okay, so uh, we're going to get one 2 HP item, uh, and then after that I'll have $10 left. Alright. You guys uh, do that. Uh, yeah, Patricia uh, comes out of the uh, bathroom wearing a... Uh, a uh, lobsquatch t-shirt, we'll say. Uh, can we, like, grab, um, like, you know, like, the hot dog station? Mm-hmm. Can we grab, like, a handful of napkins and, like, dry off her hair? Uh, oh, yeah. <laughs> like, the, uh, the, the clerk at the counter has, he, he is not paid enough to deal with any of this. Uh-huh. Yeah, but you, you can... I've seen weirder. Yeah, yeah, you can... You can see the pleading in his eyes of, please just 
throw the the napkins away when you're done. Julia uh, gets some stuff on her own and uh, buys those and uh, heads out to Cato. And uh, as as she is uh, approaching Cato, like you see that she's just pouring like a couple of energy drinks and uh, like some just uh, generic medicine into like a Gatorade bottle and just shaking the crap out of it. And then she uh, hands it to a uh, Cato and says, uh, "This is for the whole electrocution thing. It's a family recipe. Don't. I would just appreciate it if you don't ask why we have a family recipe for this type of injury." I had not planned to. Uh, Mister Cold is gonna get in the car with his little baggie of of treats. And uh, yeah, we will we will go ahead and say that uh, Kato, you uh, you have recovered from the trauma condition, so Ew. you yeah, so you are now uh, rolling at regular dice again. Nice. Um, so I have ten shots in my in my uh, revolver left. Yep. So, uh, Mister Cold is going to say, uh, uh, Julia. Yes. Uh, how good of a shot are you? She uh, looks at the revolver and then is like, I do not make it a point to go shooting guns. Mm. So I can't imagine I'm very good at it. Uh, very well. Uh, uh, Mr. LeBlanc, would you hand me that gun then? Why? Uh, well, if we are being followed, I can try and shoot out the tires. With a revolver? Ah, it's better than nothing, isn't it? I, I like the gun, so just don't lose it. I'll do my best. Okay, so... Yeah, as you... Gun, over. Okay, so... Gun has been handed over to uh, Mr. Cold. And uh, as you guys are pulling out of the uh, gas station... Uh, you do catch a, a glimpse of this uh, pristine white uh, car uh, coming around the uh, corner. Riding shotgun for the purposes of uh, pitched car race. All right. <clears throat> okay. and, uh, I will start doing some reckless driving to, to it. Reckless but controlled driving uh, <laughs> to evade and lose our tail. Okay. I'm also going to take a note of the number plate. Okay, so I am going to roll a... Uh, where are my dice? Okay. Okay, I'm going to roll a physical dice. Okay. You are going to get six rolls, and the roll on my dice is going to be how many... Uh, you know, I'm going to roll a D... Uh, what's your uh, dex and int scores? Are they both d12s? My dex is a 10, my int is a d8. Okay. I'm going to roll a d10 right now, and that is going to be your uh, your difficulty. Okay. okay. Perfectly average out of 6. Perfect. So yeah, we're going to have a... You're going to roll 6 uh, things of your decision, and it's going to be like a little mini uh, skills challenge. Mm -hmm. 
And you're going to want to beat a six on those. And the number of successes is going to be... Okay. I have the number of successes that you need to beat. And you have six tries at it. And it can be either one of those? Uh, yep. Because you're out either trying to outsmart the person behind you or trying to, like, outdrive them. I guess we'll just go with three of each. Okay. It's a seven int. It's an eight int. It's a five int. Okay, one loss. Four decks, two losses. Two loss. Five decks. Ugh. Oof. It's a two. So we've got a seven, an eight, a five, a four, a five, and a two. Okay. So... Yeah, you are. Uh... So yeah, you're you're driving. Cold can make me lucky. Oh. Or is it too late for that? Hmm. Okay. See, this was that what I was talking about at the beginning yeah. about like immediate actions and action. That, that is true. Um, <clears throat> I will say that Mister Cold can. Attempt to bump two of these. Okay. Uh, uh, excuse me. So would that, that cost two fives? <laughs> that that would it. cost uh, two anima points. Yes, two anima points total. Okay, so I'm gonna roll that's two d four. Oh, that's a two and a one. But I I could actually bump this up to two successes if I if I gave uh. The both of the fives uh, give that to both of the fives, right? Yep. Yeah, because it brings one to a seven and one to a six. So then it's just like, do we need four or do we need more than four successes? Mm -hmm. Well, uh, we'll see. So, okay, so to the uh, five and the other five, yes, sending them to a seven and a six respectively. Yes. So, the number that fell on this six-sided dice. Was four. Ooh. <laughs> so, yeah, Kato is simultaneously driving like a madman and driving like a tactician. Mm -hmm. And, uh. There's just steam coming out of his ears with how hard it's <laughs> thinking. Yeah. And, uh, you guys come up to a, uh, intersection and, uh, it looks like Kato is about to try and, uh, uh, hit the yellow fast enough to uh, skip it into red. But uh, as you do, Mr. Cold kind of just grabs you on the shoulder and you slam on the brakes. And as you do, you see the uh, the white car just vroom right through the uh, intersection. Mm. And yeah, if, if Mr. Cold had not stopped you, you would have gotten T-boned super hard. So you squeal out again. I'm going to take uh, a different turn to the one the white car took. Yeah, yeah, and the, uh, yeah, as you, uh, start taking this turn, you see that the, uh, white car is just pulling a, uh, U-turn in the middle of the road, uh, uh, to the back, and, uh, it keeps up with you for, um, for maybe, like, a, uh, a mile and a half, but, uh, then, uh, Mr. Cold, you get a, uh, you, you kind of get a, you get a moment of, uh, nostalgia, and, uh, you look around and see that the kind of small town you're in, like, you've been here before. Like, this area is super familiar. And 
So you bump up uh, that last success by just kind of directing Kato around. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, yeah, no, take here, uh, one-way street, over here. Uh, don't take that road. That that road just goes into a parking lot. Nothing's there. And, uh, yeah, you guys, uh, you, you guys drive like a maniac and simultaneously a sane person around this, or this small town. And eventually you feel pretty confident, Cato, that you have uh, managed to lose, uh, lose the tail. Mm. Okay. So, yeah, you, uh, yeah, you guys uh, drive around and uh, lose the tail. And uh, yeah, Julie is looking around and says, uh, I don't even know where we are. And uh, like starts messing with uh, her phone, bringing up uh, Google Maps. And uh, she says, uh, oh, okay. Um, yeah, it looks like if we just turn left up here, we'll get back on the freeway. And uh, yeah, just keep going. Oh, no, where's my notes? Okay, here we are. Uh, yeah, just keep going towards Augusta and uh, we'll, we'll be coming across a uh, exit to a train station uh, partway there. Just nods in the rearview mirror and keeps focusing on the road. Mm-hmm. All right. <clears throat> Did I get the car's number plate, by the way? Um, we will say like no. Yeah, okay. we'll we'll say no because uh, uh, Mister Cold had to intervene for the successes. Yeah. Uh, Fair enough. Yeah. Uh but yeah, Patricia seems uh, far more dry than she has been in some time. Yeah, you, you, you hear some groans coming from uh from the trunk. It'll be fine. <laughs> yeah, the groans are quickly followed by like kicks to the back seat, along with a lot of muffle, just uh, Julia just looks over to Mr. Uh, Cole and says uh, if, if, if by some chance this idiot breaks through the uh, the seats, you, you can deal with him, yes? Oh, absolutely. Okay, good. He might uh, try and tick out, uh, kick out the taillights, though. I'm not sure how smart he is. Julia just looks over at the uh, back seat and just kind of shouts in there. If you damage my car, I am taking it out of your hide. But yeah, so you guys are uh, are driving still. And uh, yeah, eventually uh, uh, Julia kind of taps uh, Kato on the shoulder and says, uh, yeah, this exit here. This this one to do. Okay. Yeah, you guys uh, get off the freeway and uh, <clears throat> make the uh, the turn to the exit. And as you do, you see the uh, the white car is parked uh, uh, perpendicularly across the road to uh, block your way. And uh, you see someone uh, sitting outside of a... Or not sitting, but they're kind of like out of the car, uh, leaning up on it. And... Uh, yeah, they're kind of uh, looking at a uh, phone, and uh, they uh, look up at you and uh, give a little wave. What do they look do we like? Recognize them. Um, Cato, you do not recognize them. Um, 
Mr. Cold, you also do not recognize him. But as you look at him, you kind of feel the same frigid terror that you encountered some decades back in West Virginia. Uh, uh, you're momentarily frozen in fear as you recall images of a bridge ripping itself apart, people screaming, and Christmas presents being swept downriver. Uh, I shoot him. <laughs> While he does, okay, okay, in, in the same no. moment as as Mister Cold shoots him, I want to put the car into eighth gear. <laughs> okay, so this is very important, Mister mm-hmm. Cold. You have the presence of mind to hang out the window before shooting, or are you just going straight through the windshield? Oh, I I was imagining that I at least roll down the window. I'm not gonna. I'm not an animal. <laughs> okay. So you're terrorized, just but you're. A hand. <laughs> I just, I just like, uh, I'm pushing down like the the window button, and then just a gun pops up and. <laughs> okay, give 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 me a, a gun roll. Uh, what's a gun roll? Uh, I have Dex. Dex plus two. Dex plus two. Yep. Uh, that is an eight plus oh. two. Dang, that is a ten. So you pull out Should the gun. A lot of people this session. Oh yeah. Uh, Zach would be proud. <laughs> yeah, because Zach can't aim. He can't aim so much. So yeah, Mr. Cold, you you uh, roll down the window and you get your arm out there. And you land three solid shots into this guy's chest. Oh. And uh, he just kind of looks down and then looks back up at you guys. And uh, the moment before the cars meet... Uh, Kato, you slam this thing into eighth gear, and you are violently wrenched back into a mirage. You see the uh, shadow of the man just kind of pass through the car as you guys uh, drive uh, past him, and uh, you hit this uh, like it's not quite a paved road. It's more like the road is made of glass. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. The uh, you start losing traction a bit, but then the uh, the car kind of gets incredibly, kind of incredibly, wow, yeah, those are different adjectives. The car becomes more, may I speak, Brain? May I speak word good? <laughs> may I use my vocabulary in a way that makes sense, Brain? No. Fair enough. Right. So the car begins morphing into its more bestial state, and its uh, strange tire legs uh, extend and spike Spikes uh, uh, extend out of uh, its gross rubbery paws, and it starts galloping uh, down the road of glass, uh, regaining its uh, its traction. Um, and looking I love back, the thing is in Mirage. It's great. Yeah, yeah. Things in Mirage are fun to describe. And uh, looking uh, back towards the uh, the man uh, that you guys drove past, Mister Cold. You see the area around hit around where he was begin shimmering, and uh, the image of him and his car start uh, coming into focus. Oh, uh, uh, so uh, he he's gonna he's gonna do the thing where he turns around uh, to look into the back seat where uh, where Julia and Patricia are, and he says, "You you saw that man?" They uh they nod. At, at you do not forget that man he he's 
he he's bad news. He's bad news. I I I have to tell you. Uh, right. Patricia just looks at you and says, "You shot him." I I don't think that that's quite enough. Ah, uh, yeah. As, as your turn, also not the first person who has been shot today. Uh, Julia. Uh, chimes in and she says, yeah, but it's the first person who's been shot in center mass. I, I, I don't, I don't know how to explain it. I, uh, you're, you're familiar with, with my, uh, my mythos as it, as it were. And Jul- or Patricia nods. Um, he, he's, there's been omens of, of, ill tidings all around since since I came to Portsmouth and I seeing him it, it uh I I don't think anything good is going to come of this. Uh, as as you uh say that, um you hear a lot more kicking from the uh trunk and uh just some <laughs> and uh, incessant kicking. Mm-hmm. And uh uh, Julia turns around, like, like she she went from being shocked at a uh, seeing Mister Cold, this kind giant, just try and blow a dude away, mm-hmm. and the man being unaffected, to right back to I'm going to beat this boy within an inch of his life, mm-hmm. and uh, she like grabs the uh, the seat he of the has uh, an inch of life left. <laughs> she grabs the uh, the top of the seat of a. Uh, the car and just pulls it down and once again it is just a mouth being opened mm-hmm. and uh, she raises her hand like she's about to just punch down into the trunk and Peter is uh, standing there holding a uh, holding his phone out uh, hands are still bound but like he has his phone and it seems to be on a call and he's like <laughs> and uh you, you can hear someone talking on the other end of the phone, but of course it's a bit a bit too far away to actually understand them. Get that get that phone from him. Uh Julia snatches it and uh hands it to uh uh Mr. Cold. Um, throw it out the window throw it out the window. Throw it out the window. Do I wanna listen in first to to hear what it is? Are you asking me that, or are you asking yourself that? Uh, both. Um, I, I, I don't care. I think that they are tr- using it to track us. Uh, okay, so Mr. Cole just throws it out the window. As you get prepared to pitch it, uh, you do catch the name Indrid uh, being said on the other end of the phone. Oh, I hate it. Indrid? Indrid. Oh. Are you still going to chuck it? Mm, I listen to what it says. Um. So yeah, you uh, <laughs> you reluctantly uh, hold up the phone and uh, you hear a, oh, I'm glad I finally uh got your attention. Uh, you do know these suits are rather expensive, yes? <laughs> uh, he 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 kind of doesn't speak. Oh, it's all right. I'll. I'll bill your uh, your employers later, but in the meantime, uh, I do apologize, but you are in the possession of something that uh, 
kind of belongs to me. Do be reasonable and just pull over so uh, so I can take it, yes? Wouldn't want a, uh, a recap of uh, West Virginia. Uh, so I, I want to, um, after the first sentence, can I have put it on speakerphone? Yeah. Okay, so so everybody in the car can hear this. Um, like, is okay. Is the car moving by itself at this stage, or do I have to steer still? Um, it it can move on its own. It's uh, we're gonna say this is kind of like a horse. Like you have aimed it in a direction, and it will go that direction until told otherwise. Okay. Cool. Mm-hmm. Um. I'm afraid that that's quite un, uh, not possible. And and why is that, my old friend? Uh, he kind of like looks to LeBlanc, uh, who is a bit better at words, um, to like for help. <laughs> Your mother was a handsome girl. I smelled the belt of face. <laughs> No, I don't uh, think he'd say that. Okay, I was about to ask. Ah, <laughs> uh, I'm not sure. So there's part of me that's thinking he is just he would just grab the phone and throw it out the window. But the other half of me is like, this seems like important information to have. <laughs> um Yeah, as, as a oh I ahead. don't do anything for people who I don't know who they are. So you tell me who you are and maybe we can talk. You know what? That seems perfectly fair. My name is Mr. Jero Hare. And whom, who may I ask is speaking? Mm. You can call me Monsieur White. Hmm, lovely. Mr. White and Mr. Cold. And I do believe those are the locks I see in the car. So, I will be perfectly honest with you, with you two. I do not want young Patricia. I want what she has. I will gladly take that off her hands and send all of you on her way. If you would just turn over and get out of the car. Mm-hmm. And uh, as he is saying that, you you guys can see that uh, the white car is back to following you on the road. Uh, it does not seem to have turned into a massive beast like a, a Julia's car, but it is rather fast. Um, why? Oh, because the Jabberwocky is rather useful. And it is rather slippery. Um, Last couple of times, it just up and vanished before I could get my hands on it. Can Mr. Cold, like, look into the back seat at uh, Julia and Patricia? Uh, yeah, they are... Uh, Patricia is uh, balled up. Like, yeah, she is uh, sitting kind of in the fetal position, looking a bit scared, and... Uh, Julia 
is just staring at the phone with a cross of a uh, God protect my kid and incredible concern. Okay, so Mr. Cold is going to say, what do you want it for? And then he's going to press uh, mute so that uh, while the, uh, while, um, what was it, Mr. Hare? Mm-hmm. While Mr. Hare is talking, uh, he's going to uh, talk to the back seat and say, what does the Jabberwocky do? Open the locks, we've been over this. Uh, the, yeah, the two locks, uh, look at each other and then they look back and, uh, Julia says, it unlocks anything. Like, think of anything that can be locked, closed, sealed, shut off, shut away. Just, it can open it. Can you two sneak back, uh, out of Mirage without us. Uh, Julia looks at Patty and uh, Patty says, uh, I I need a door. Like... Well, just hands at the car door. No, it, it has to be a door that is unearthed. It has to be a... Stationary. A, yes. Okay, okay. It has to Where be a set point right? in space. Um... You guys are currently on the road, but uh, from where you turned, uh, there is a town that leads to the uh, train station. Okay. I will head for the town. All right. The, uh... Uh, also, would you, would you say mm -hmm. that the interior of a car, by definition of being shaded from the sun, technically is in the shade, technically is a shadow? I, I will say that there are shadows inside of a car. I am going to attempt to have Arson take control of Mr. Hare. All right. Uh, which I believe we said was a dex plus speed. Yep, it is a it is effectively a junction attack. Yep, hang on, let me... I'm just trying to remember what the... Because it was a plus something, wasn't it? Yes. Uh, plus two, mm -hmm. I believe? Plus, plus, hang on, let me... So I've, I've got the sheet open, I'm just trying to... Oh, nice. Um, mm -hmm. So they don't need okay, to one, be at, one. like... They don't need to be at a specific uh, entrance to Mirage in order to use a door to make it an entrance to Mirage. Is that... Um, that is the that is the uh, uh, speciality of the Jabberwocky. Okay, I have a nine. Okay, so yeah, a as you guys are driving, you see uh, uh, Arson kind of uh, uh, I forgot that word that superimposes. There we go. Yeah. It kind of superimposes over Cato before um, ceasing to obey the laws of uh, inertia, and then it just flies out the back until it stops within the car. And you see the car jostle a little bit. And Cato, how about you make me a dex check real quick? Eight. Okay. So, yeah, the car jostles a bit before uh, 
uh, getting back uh, uh, on, uh, you know, evened out. And as it evens out, Cato, you you have a split second of being in a uh, kind of like a uh, feedback loop of of puppeteering. And as you snap out of it, you see that uh, uh, Arsene is back and superimposed over you once again. No, that didn't work. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you, you get the feeling from Arsene that uh, Mr. Hare was not concerned about that. Mm-hmm. Okay, I have one anima point. I'm going to chug a water. <laughs> yeah, I can I can um I can hand you like one of the sodas or whatever that I got. Yeah, what do yeah. what do the sodas do? It's uh, plus five. five. Yeah. Plus five, so that puts me up to six. Mm-hmm. This is why we have M- Mauve Moth just um hanging out in the back seat. Uh Mr. Cold. Uh, uh Peter's phone starts ringing. Uh so it's out the window. I'm tired of this. He throws it out the window this time. <laughs> so yeah, you, you throw it out the window, and uh, yeah, for for a brief moment, it looks like a want jumps out of the weeds and grabs it. <laughs> Godspeed, little man. <laughs> um. it's, it's Graham. <laughs> <laughs> I I totally forgot about Graham. <laughs> Let's see, but yeah, the uh, the other car, uh, Mister Harris' car, is uh, catching up to you guys uh, after its uh, after its recovery from uh, Arsene's uh, attempt. <laughs> How close are we to a doorway? Uh, you have. I will say that you have entered a uh, a uh, residential area, or mm-hmm. at least what looks like one. You're you're assuming it is, based off uh, the number of uh, uh, buildings that have appeared. Uh, Madam, was a lock. How attached are you to this vehicle? Uh, she looks back at a uh, uh, Mr. Harris' car, and then looks back and says. Not as attached as I am to my kid's life. Okay. In that case, uh, you are going to jump out of the car. Oh, I hate this. And I'm going to... as So I'm going to slow down just enough so when they jump, like it doesn't really do much. Okay. And they will tuck and roll, because they have seen movies. Yep. Mr. Monsieur Cold... Perhaps uh, you should jump as well. Are, are you sure? I've walked away from worse. <laughs> uh, okay, so out of character. Mm-hmm. The only thing that I'm worried about is that uh, this guy seemed to be able to pull his own car into Mirage as well. Mm. So I was hoping that like we could lead him on like a little mirage uh, chase while the other two get away. Like we could be a distraction. Hmm. Yeah. So my thinking was I was just going to crash the cars. <laughs> ah. So you were just going to like 
the you were gonna sacrifice fully. No, no, just... no, he was, was going to jump out. He was going to jump out. <laughs> yeah, just you were fully going to aim this car at the other car and create and hit uh... the gas. Mm-hmm. Yeah, pretty much. Okay, that actually also works. Uh, so Kato's not self-sacrificing. He's just dramatic. Okay, but what about yeah. the guy in the back? Um... <laughs> I don't care about Peter. <laughs> this was done with full intention of murdering Peter. Uh-huh. It, wasn't, it wasn't intentionally murdering him, but like with awareness that he's in the back seat, and if Mr. Hare cares that much about him, Mr. Hare can deal with him. <laughs> okay. And that's Jero Hare, that was what you said? Yeah, G E R O. G E R O. Okay. Um, I, su- oh, I suppose if you really care, you can take the asshole out of the back seat as well. Tick tock, tick tock. Oh, uh. Yeah, Mr. Cold would probably grab him too. Okay. Uh, I was about to start a 30 second timer for your decision. Okay, so he grabs him, uh, and uh, they both, uh, you know, leap out of the car. They Mary Poppins it with uh, Mauve Moth. <laughs> <laughs> that was 100% what I was imagining. Mm-hmm. All right. So, Kato, you are driving oh. this car yeah. into the other car. I pretty much, like, I we were going straight. I slowed down just enough for them to all get out, and then I, like, wrenched the wheel. And I'm guessing it doesn't do a burnout because we don't have wheels, but it, like, skitters around in, like... Yeah, a, it- it basically like slams one of its claws into the ground and then just skids around on the its other legs. Mm-hmm. I feel bad because this thing's basically alive. Um, <laughs> for narrative purposes, am I able to travel through shadows as well, or is that a level three ability that I would? Uh, that would be a level three ability. Yeah, cool. That's what I thought. I just thought I'd ask for. Yeah, coolness. The fact is, okay. In that case. I'm going to pat the car and be like, I don't know if you can understand me, buddy, but uh, go as hard and fast as you can towards this car. And I'm going to put my foot on whatever counts as the gas. Actually, is there something heavy in the car that I can put? Do I have a bag? Uh, well, there's two soaked jackets in the back seat. Nah, it's not going to work. Um, <laughs> yep. Yeah. I guess until all the revs are like all the way up, um, mm-hmm. and then duck and roll out the wind out out the door just before it hits. All right, give me a dex check to see uh, how well you uh, you walk away from this. Can I make it a junction for speed as well? Yes. Okay. Eighteen. Oh. <laughs> all right. So. <clears throat> So yeah, you you jump out of the car, and uh, yeah, Arsen uh, helps you kind of just launch yourself a bit further. And uh, as the uh, two cars are colliding, you feel a uh, a wave emanate from uh, Mister Hare's car, and uh, like the wave hits you, but Arsen's just a bit out of the uh, sphere of influence that is occurred and 
prime time for swearing. <laughs> yes. And you see the cars start to uncrumple in reverse. And you begin to go back into uh, Julia's car, but Arsene, being outside the sphere of influence, kind of like plants itself into a shadow and holds you, uh, holds you there. So the car seems to go into reverse um, in time until it hits the edge of this bubble. And then it starts going forward again, and you see Mr. Harris' car swerve out of the way. Mm-hmm. I'm going go go go, and I'm I'm booking it. Mm-hmm. Uh, so yeah, with that, um, you see that his uh his uh driver's side door opens, and uh he kind of just casually steps out as his car is just kind of spinning out out of the way, and uh. He still has the uh, three bullet holes in his chest. And uh, he is, uh, as he is walking, you see uh, what looks like a uh, a mirror, like a small hand mirror over his chest and an insectile like rabbit on his shoulder. And they start fading away. And he's like, ah, you know, those are usually more useful in more trying times. It's, Rather upsetting you've made me use them here. And uh the, the locks have bolted off in uh in the direction of a uh, nearby house. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he he walks over to uh uh Kato and uh Yeah, K- Kato's a thief. He's really good about picking up on detail, so it's probably uh-huh. a bit disconcerting to him that you can't see his face. Like not a he has no face, but just in a you cannot dedicate to your brain what his face looks like. Mm-hmm. Okay, so I can I can see he has a face. I can recognize that he has that he has facial features. It's just that it's yeah, like it's, yeah, it's just they are not in your brain. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, he he walks over uh, to Kato and uh, just can I have li- permission to swear? I will give you permission to swear. Oh. If... What? Oh, I was going to say that we need to get the bleep button ready. <laughs> yeah, I was, was going to say, do we have a bleep button? Or is that selfie? That That is all selfie. Selfie, can we get a French bleep button? Yeah. What the f*** are you? Uh... Uh, Mr. Harrett leans over and uh, says, uh, I am just someone who wants to make the world a better place. And as such, and he just kind of, like, you you kind of, like, fell flat on the ground after uh, avoiding oh, yeah, I being... I imagine this was said yeah. with, like, complete derision staring up at him. Yeah. Like, he kind of crouches down uh, next to you and says, uh, and as such, I am perfectly willing to make a deal with you. So... I'll make deals with devils. <laughs> oh, I have not been called that in some time. Oh, it's usually monster psychopath, but... Look. You're a thief. I can get you however much money or physical possessions or whatever... Whatever it is you want, just 
bring me that kid. And again, I'm not going to hurt her. And he uh, holds out his uh, hand to you and says, uh, I will give you every bit of my word that the child will not be harmed. Can I shoot him in the head? Yeah, no problem. (laughs) (laughs) I'm not even going to make you roll for that. Like, as he is saying this, uh, Kato, like, Mr. Cold just kind of appears near you guys and just blasts this guy in the head. Uh, Are you gonna are you gonna use the remaining three shots or just one, or have you reloaded? Uh, I'm I'm just using one for now. I don't think that I was given any bullets, was I? It, there's there's t- six chambers. Six chambers. Um, three have been shot. Uh, f- five actually, because okay, yeah, five. I shot Peter twice, and okay, so if Kato didn't reload. Then yeah, there's only one shot left in the gun. Mm-hmm. Kato hasn't reloaded yet. <clears throat> So, yeah, you uh, you shoot him, and uh, his head just just kind of like jerks off to the side. You do see the the dirt kick up in the ground uh, opposite of him, where the bullet exited, but you don't see any viscera that should Can I come kick from him. <laughs> oh yeah, no problem. Yeah, uh, kick him in the nuts when he gets shot in the head. Yeah, Mister Cold's like, did that hurt? <laughs> Yeah, you um, yeah, kicking him in the nuts definitely sends him uh sprawling on the floor after uh being thrown off guard by uh being shot. Okay, now that he's on the floor, can I just start kicking him too? Yeah, no this problem. man doesn't want kids. We're just gonna like I'm just like we're both we're we're doing that thing where we've like beaten somebody up and like now they're on the ground and we're just like kicking Nobody them while they're down. We have to teach you this lesson, old man. Yeah, like we're not like Mr. Cold is is very concerned about the um the well being of like the nearby towns and just like like uh all of the all of the people that could be hurt by this man. And so he's just gonna like start kicking him. So yeah, he, he does do the thing where he uh brings his arms up to cover his head. And I want both of you to make a uh dex check or a dex and speed if you want to make it a junction. Screw it. I'm so low on AP I'll do a junction. That's a 10. <laughs> I'll do an. I'll also do a junction. Uh, Dex and speed. Mm-hmm. That is a. Oh, that's a five. So, yeah. As uh, as you guys are kicking him, um, Kato, your your lifelong development of kind of like a sixth danger sense uh, kicks off, and you take a step back. Uh, but Mr. Cold seems fully focused on stomping this man into the ground. Can mm-hmm. I try and drag him with me? Uh, I will say that will be a strength check, and you would have to beat a six, because Mr. Cold's a big guy. Mm-hmm. I literally can't do that. I have a strength of four. Oh, no. Okay, so I'll, you read... I'll do it! I'll, I, okay, so I got a two, and it's at this point it's less of dragging him and more like... Dude. Just try to get his attention. Yeah. Okay, so I will say that with a two, Kato can move Mr. Cold, but 
would basically be in Colt's place. Mm. Mm -hmm. And I don't, I have no idea what's happening, just that something's happening. Yeah. Yeah. Just your, your spidey sense has kicked off and danger is seconds away. Yeah, again, he's not self-sacrificial. He'll, like, try and get Mr. Cold's attention, but he's getting the, the hell out of Dodge before. He, yeah. Mm -hmm. so, yeah Self-preservation. Yeah, you, you make a token effort to get Mr. Cold out of there, but, yeah, like, he is focused That's on ending this man. I'm saying, like, move. Yeah, yeah, mm -hmm. move, move, move. And as Mr. Cold swing... Okay, is Mr. Cold, like, football kicking him or, like, stomping on him? Uh, I, I was imagining more like a football kick okay. or like a soccer kick. Okay. So yeah, Mr. Cold, you swing down your leg uh, uh, one more time. And then you see as um, uh, your foot just kind of bounces off of uh, Mr. Hare and then just kind of tumbles down the road across from you. My and, whole uh, foot has, has tumbled across the road. Uh, a foot and a good chunk of your shin. Oh, okay. And uh, looking down, you see a a arm that ends with a blade kind of uh, coming up from the ground. Mm -hmm. And Mr. Hera kind of unfolds himself and looks up at you and says, Now, Andred, that is not very polite, now is it? Uh and... Uh, <laughs> He just kind of punches you in the knee and sends you tumbling to the ground. Yeah. <laughs> I, I imagined that he would be tumbling to the ground regardless. And, uh, yeah, he, uh, yeah, Mr. Hera starts standing up and he's, uh, fixing his, uh, his suit, straightening it out. And he's like, ah, it is so annoying to clean these suits. Like, you go for a theme, and then people just have to dirty it up. The uh, the arm kind of uh, dissipates uh, back into the ground, and uh, he looks over at Cato again and says, You are very self-preservential. I like that. Are you sure you uh, don't want to take my little offer? You'd asked me three weeks ago, maybe I would have said yes. But you see, the thing is, that is my friend. And while I may be an asshole who preserves himself above everyone else, I am still loyal to the people that I care about. Ah, uh, loyalty. You should have said that. You should have said that. He uh, walks over and grabs uh, Mr. Uh, Cold's foot and uh, brings it over and says, uh, I can work with the loyalty. Like, how is... One second, one of the Craigs. Yeah, oh no. The Craigs uh lost part of well, Craig himself. Uh Gierk is still recording, but yeah, Craig stopped recording. We have Gierk, he's the good son. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um so yeah. Uh yeah, Mr. Uh, Hare like length thing. Yeah. Uh Mr. Hare grabs a uh, Mr. Cold's uh, leg and says, uh, I can work with loyalty. Look, I, I I will do this for free as a show of good faith. And uh, he uh, 
kind of roughly jams uh, your foot back onto your body. Mm-hmm. And uh, I'm, you I'm not the- doing the foley for it, but he is screaming. <laughs> you see the uh, the arm with that ends in a blade uh, come back, and uh, it cuts through your leg again. And as soon as it finishes passing, you can feel your foot again. Okay. On backwards. No, it's on properly. <laughs> and uh, he kind of uh, he stands up and he holds his hands out, and uh, the uh, the sword arm makes the same gesture before dissipating, and he says, "See, no harm, no foul." Uh, Mister Cold struggles to his knees and says. We both know you're a murderer. Uh, so yeah, while while you can't uh, like commit his face to memory, you do know that he is just giving you the biggest grin mm-hmm. and says, uh, "All I did was cut a couple of wires. It's not my fault that uh, you know bridges are unstable. Hmm. Besides." Someone didn't give me what I wanted. Uh, Mr. Cold kind of stays quiet. So, if you two don't mind, I am going to go after that child, and I will take what belongs to me, and she can go home. And, uh, like, completely dismissing the two of you, he will start walking towards the uh, the residential area of this town. I'm not going to go after him because I we can't win that fight. Mm-hmm. Um, would it be worth saying that even though I deleted Julia's number, I still have the text messages? Oh yeah, 100%. Like, I have expected that to be a lie anyways. Yeah. Um... I'm gonna try and take a photo of him. Can I? Can I take a photo of him? Yeah, no problem. And is the same thing with the face there? Yep, you can. You cannot seem to retain the memory of his face. Okay. Like his hair, his build, his clothes, everything else is fine. Okay. I'm sending it to Julia with his name and saying. As fast as you can, go. He's coming. We can't do anything. Uh, you you get a frantic message back, like full of spelling errors and just wrong words. And uh, it takes a second to parse, but uh, it says, uh, took shortcut, went to Earth, took more shortcut, back in Mirage, at train, Silver Palen is here. Do I know that name? Um, you do. That, so, remember how I described uh, uh, Julia's car as a anima being uh, basically merged with it? Mm. Um, Silver Palen is like the progenitor of that. It is this big, massive, like, phantom train animus that has been fused with a, uh, a funeral train. Okay. And it is the Midnight Lounge's, like, own personal transport 
through Mirage. Mm-hmm. Its only real restriction is it can only go to train stations. Mm-hmm. Okay. I thumbs up. That's the best I can do there. Yeah, Mr. Hera gets uh, out of sight. Yeah, and there's a there's a tense couple of minutes that go by. And like just letter salad uh uh text messages uh, come back to you uh quickly followed by uh uh James Juice, James Juice, James Juice. Uh he's here, he's here, and uh followed by a very shaky photo and uh it looks to be taken from the inside of a train and you can see uh kind of like this white blotch some distance away and you can assume that that's uh uh Mr. Hare. Um James Juice is that meant is that a typo or does it mean something to me? You you're assuming that she was trying to say Jesus. Okay. <laughs> um there uh the Midnight Night Lounge has some like uh locations in Mirage, right? Mm-hmm. Like there are there are people who just kind of hang out in Mirage. Like there's like a bar set up. Like Yeah. <laughs> we've got it Yeah, like it's a whole organization. Okay. Yeah, you, you got some places in Mirage. Can I call somebody who I know would be in Mirage so that our phones work? Yeah, sure. Okay, so so we'll call in uh Mr. Cold's I know a guy. Okay. Um so uh at one of the um at one of the stationary mirage locations, uh there's gotta be somebody that is enough of a important character to where they could probably get word back to the uh oh what was the name of the head of the the organization again? Uh Bram Tish. Bramtish, uh, I, I know somebody who who can get word to Bramtish. Yeah, like you've been around for so long, you you might be able to contact like his uh, like not not a assistant, but like pretty high up on his uh his chain his of command. Staff, yeah. yeah, his staff. Uh, so I'm I'm gonna call somebody. I don't I don't have a name prepared. Do, do you have any? Do you? Um. Tom Whittler. Yeah, we'll say Tom Whittler. Uh, so uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna call Tom up. So yeah, at, like uh, you know, this is a professional organization. The phone doesn't ring uh, too long, and uh, you hear on the uh, other side, uh, Mister Cold. <sighs> Mister Whittler, do you have a uh, pen and paper ready? I have a computer. What's going on? Uh, there's a there's a man uh, named uh, Jero Jero Hare. That that was the name, right? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, we we've got a picture of him. He's uh he's after the Jabberwocky. Uh, you hear we, frantic swearing on the other end. We uh we got into uh we tried our best to. To, to fight him off, but uh, nothing we could do could quite slow him down. Where, where, where is he? Does he have the Jabberwocky? Silver he... Pollen. What was that? 
uh, yelling that they're on the silver pollen. Oh, they're, okay, they're on silver pollen. Okay. But he, it looks like he's on there with. Uh, I don't know how he got. He got there. We we tried to give them a head start. Okay, okay. Are are you in contact with them right now? Yeah, we've got we've got their number. Okay. Okay, I'm. Oh, okay. Lodge isn't gonna like this, but tell them tell them to get to the the front of the train. Tell them to get to the engine room. Uh, so he like I imagine that Cato is on the yeah. communicate with them while yeah. I'm talking to Tom Whitley. Yeah. Just engine room now. Okay. So yeah, more uh, more frantic texts. Uh, these time the the texts, if you had to guess, were more from she didn't you know like uh, close the phone before uh, running. So uh, she's just hitting buttons randomly, mm-hmm. and. Uh, you get the uh, text back that says, uh, okay, now what? Looks at Mr. Cold. <laughs> they're, they're at the front of the train. We- okay. Okay. Um, how close are you guys? Uh, how what? close are we? Uh, you're in the same town as the train station. Like, Can we get back in? Because uh, um, they undid the... Yeah, the car is still there. The car is uncrashed. Yeah, the car was, like, reversed to be uncrashed. So can we get back in the car? Yeah, no problem. Uh, we're, 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 uh, we're in a car now. We're uh, heading back to the train station. No, no. Go directly away from the train station. Uh, 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 t- turn around. Get, get away from the train station. I'm, I'm going, just picking a direction and going away from the train station. Okay, so you hear some uh, some muffled uh, uh, talking uh, on the other end, and uh, you definitely hear it before you see it. But just this low rumbling, like sound, just passes over you guys, and uh, then you feel a shockwave just kind of hit the car and tilt it. If this thing did not have legs, you would probably tilt over. Mm-hmm. But it's managing to scramble enough that you you only you only tilt perfectly vertically. Did a nuke go off? Uh, as you look back, you do see that there is this massive explosion cloud. Uh, uh, like a mushroom cloud? Just about, yeah. Frantic texting of "Are you alive?" Uh, you you get the texts back. Uh, what was that? Shrug emoji. So yeah, uh, Mr. Whitler uh, on uh, Mr. Cold's phone, uh, you hear him say, uh, "Are are you guys still there?" Yes, yes. Okay, are are you still in contact with the uh, with the Jabberwocky? Uh, yeah, they they uh, they they're not sure what's going on. Okay, okay, that's good. We may have just blown up half of the Silver Plain. You what? Who is this guy? Uh, <laughs> you, uh... So, yeah, he says, uh... Look, there... There are contingencies just in case of an emergency. If the Lodge had to... Get, you know, deal with a threat that was coming at us on the Silver Palen, then we had to have 
an answer for it. That mm-hmm. that animus is dumb as a brick. It just follows orders. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it's segmented like a train. We've <sighs> we've modified the stupid thing so that uh we can disconnect and you can hear the air quotes cars from it and uh, uh they have a there's a terrible side effect with doing that that uh that train station might not be viable in mirage for quite some time though uh, leblanc um read off uh, the, the 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 phone number uh, we'll we'll give it to uh, Mr. Whitler, and uh, hopefully they can get in contact with Julia Locke. So uh, yeah, I'll give him the phone number. Yeah, you uh you traded and uh, uh yeah, there's some more uh, off off phone uh, talking and uh, Tom comes back and says, uh, "Okay, okay, we got one of our operators in contact with uh, Mrs. Locke. Uh, they seem to be safe. Uh, if not." A bit shaken. They'll they'll be in the lounge within the hour. We've uh, we've got one of Mister Hare's associates. Um, oh we, yeah, he's still in the back seat. Yeah, he he got unkilled. Well, no, we uh, took we took him out. We took him oh, out. Oh, okay. Yeah, he he's in the ditch somewhere. Um. So yeah, Tom Whitler. And Tom Whitler says, uh, okay, that's great. I'm going to send you the address of a uh, Earthside lounge location. Take him, uh, take him there, and we will do the rest. Ed, do you have anything that locks down an enema's power? You hear some uh, typing, and uh, he says, uh, you had a contact in Portsmouth, a uh, Norman Ackler. No, him. Yes, he should have something. All oh, right. Well. Uh, is this lounge location somewhere in Portsmouth? It is in Augustus, actually. But that's darn. Not, yeah, can't be easy, can it? This uh, this anima user, uh, it's uh, it has the ability to go back to a predetermined location. But do you uh, have any way to interrupt that? It's uh, verbal. We've got him gagged. Okay, make make sure that gag stays in place, and uh, Mister Ackles should have something to uh, to handle uh, that if you decide to ungag him. So like, you know, like a good agent, he kind of like gives the description of the anima user and what the anima looks like and kind of talks about uh, like the weakness of it. It can, it still, it retains the damage even when it goes back or when it loads. Okay. So he kind of gives that rundown so they can start up a profile on him. Yeah. And I assume you also give his name too. Yes. Peter. Yeah, it. whatever. <laughs> Peter. Yeah, his name. Do we, do we know the the anima's name? Um you guys never got to uh, hear the anima the anima's name? Yeah, we just like bodied this child. Yeah. I will tell you like out of uh out of character though, the name of the anima was Jackalope. <laughs> okay. Or no, it was recording Jackalope. Okay. Yes. So yeah, you, you guys uh 
slam Peter back into the mouth bud of this car, and uh, yeah, you you don't encounter much uh, uh, problems getting to the uh, well, <laughs> first getting to Norman Norman to get the uh, anima suppression uh, bracelet, and mm -hmm. uh, like once you slap it on, um, there's these two like little claws on uh, the side, the ends. And they just kind of interlace with one another, and the whole thing just tightens on uh, around his wrist. Mm -hmm. And he, he of course, is not happy about this. Um, you guys uh, uh, traveled to the uh, location in Augustus, or Augusta, and drop off uh, Peter, where uh, the man seems to get disappeared in front of you. Mm -hmm. Like, you guys roll up to this nondescript, uh, like apartment building, and as you walk up, like uh, the door opens and you're met by several uh, uh, midnight lounge uh, agents who are wearing uh, some very nice suits. Uh, they wordlessly take you, uh, take him from you guys, and just bring him into the building and shut the door behind them. Mm -hmm. And we both know to just drive away. Yeah. Um. <clears throat> Let's see, and I have a little bit down here. Yeah, Mr. Cold has fully reclined the passenger seat and is just like laying with uh, one of the sodas uh, pressed against his forehead. <laughs> yeah, it's not cold anymore, but hey, it's, it's better it's than it was. Yeah, it's yeah. So yeah, like uh, like some some time passes uh, on your guys's way to uh, to Augusta's from a. Uh, from Norman's uh, pawn shop, you do get a text from uh, Patricia saying that uh, they're at the midnight lounge and uh, they're uh, they're being taken care of. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah, the next uh, yeah the, the next period of time is pretty uneventful. You guys don't hear from the lounge and uh, you don't hear from uh, Mr. Harrod uh, at all. Um, but you you guys are called to a home office uh, at some point and a. Uh, yeah, you guys, uh, yeah, either by the now very short uh, Silver Palin or uh, by plane or boat or however you wish to travel. You uh, make it out to, to England and uh, roll up on the Midnight Lounge's uh, doorstep. Um, yeah, the uh, you are quickly guided into a, uh, a set of uh, private offices. Where uh, you encounter a incredibly old man in one of those uh, life support wheelchairs, Kato, you might not actually have met him uh, face to face, but Mister Cold definitely has. Mm -hmm. uh, this uh, this man is Bram Tish, who uh, founded uh, the Midnight Lounge in uh, nineteen eighty or in eighteen eighty something. Mm -hmm. So the fact that he is still alive is by pure force of will. Mm -hmm. And uh, yeah, he uh kind of looks at the two of you with the uh, glassy eyes and says, "Uh, <sighs> Mr. LeBlanc, Mr. Cold, I knew we picked the right pair <gasps> to find our missing Jabberwocky. <sighs> I heard that you ran into some trouble. That we did, uh." It's it's good to see you again, Mister Tish. Uh, yeah, he does the the polite thing where he takes off his hat and yeah. 
Um, and Tisha gives you a, a nod and a little little wave of uh, his more mobile hand, and uh, he says, uh, "I've been working with the accounting department to make sure that." You are rewarded accordingly. And you change my name and identity so I never have to see Mr. Hare again. We will see what we can do. <laughs> Mr. Hare has unfortunately been a pain in our side for quite some time. The fact that you are both still alive is honestly a miracle. It, uh, it was a bit dicey there. I, I had nearly lost a leg. I did until uh, we were able to get it reattached. Uh, um, I've encountered him once before as well. Not directly, but, uh, uh, yes, I believe I read about that in your file. Yes, uh... I'm terribly sorry. I would not have sent you out if I would have known he would have been there. It's all, it's all right. You know, I've always had a a helpful spirit, and I've probably... There was probably no other way that this would have happened. Unfortunately, that might be true. But still, you saved the Jabberwocky. At the time being, she is taking online college courses. But if we deem that Mr. Hare will not pursue her over the ocean, we might move her to a local college. Looked over, of course, by our own people. Well, she wants to go to Europe. Uh, he gives the slightest nod that he could. He says, uh, are there any requests that you two would have? As I said, your rewards are greatly increased from what they would have been. Uh, I admit, uh, a measure of curiosity, this... This Mr. Hare has been a defining person in my life, and I, I, I would love to know as much as I could about him. Mr. Tisha nods and says, uh, I'll get you into contact with our historic department. They would be glad to speak with you, Mr. Cold. I'm sure they have questions that you would have more accurate answers to than textbooks. 
I very well might. And uh, he'll look at uh, K-Town and say, uh, Mr. LeBlanc, you mentioned something about a change of identity? I mean, I was only half-joking. Mr. Hare is terrifying. He, uh, He nods. That he is. I do not have the ability to to go up against him. <sighs> that is true. We are still looking into him and his abilities. He seems to break every law we know about anima users. Yeah, he takes another uh, rattling, gasping breath, because honestly, those are beginning to make me a bit dizzy, and says, uh, If you would rather use this as your retirement, Mr. LeBlanc, we can arrange a more comfortable lifestyle that should put you out of the public and private gaze. Let me watch over uh, Patricia. She, she she has some incredible abilities, but uh, she also uses them for things much the same way that I do. He uh, wheels his uh, his self over to you and uh, like shakily uh, holds out his hand. And as he does, you just see this brilliant, shimmering, like gold and diamond broadsword appear in his uh, in his hand. And uh, I am so not trusting anyone with weapons in their hands right now. I'm taking a step backwards. He uh, lets go of it, and it's still just floating there. And he puts his hand back, and he says, uh, If you wish to be one of her guardians, then I will require you tell me to my face right now that you mean her no harm in any sense of the word. Do I have to hold that thing? You do not. He uh, looks at it and says, uh, That is one of the benefits of Pendragon. You don't actually have to touch it. Then no, I do not mean her any harm. If I meant her harm, I would not have gone to such lengths to help her. And... Is Kato telling the truth? Yeah, Kato's telling the truth. If he didn't if he didn't give a crap about Patricia, he would have just taken Mr. Hare's deal. Okay, so uh yeah, you say that. The sword uh pivots until it's pointing straight down, and then just gently uh lowers itself until it's uh balanced on the tip. And uh Mr. Tish looks at the uh sword and uh looks back at you and says uh <sighs> Very well. I will get you into contact. 
with the head of our guard patrol. And we'll see what we can work out. Now, with all that sorted, if you fellows do not mind, I must rest. Yes, sir. Thank thank you for speaking with us. And uh, he gives you a a nod and a little wave, and uh, you see his uh, sword Pendragon dissipates. And uh, his office is uh, then like immediately swamped with his aides and his secretaries and his assistants. And uh, some of them are uh, obviously medical professionals who are checking on him. And uh, uh, some more kind of uh, take the two of you and start uh, leading you off uh, towards different uh, areas of uh, the Midnight Lounge. Yeah, Mr. Uh, going to get drunk. <laughs> so yeah, uh Kato, you you excuse yourself to uh to to go have a, a a nice miserable time at the pub before meeting with the the head of uh Patricia's uh, security detail. Mr. Cold, you are swarmed by scholars, historians, nerds, the whole deal the second they bring you into uh the historic department. Uh mm-hmm. they seem to know they they seem to know a bit about your deal, but each and every one of them has a thousand questions. And for every question of yours, ten of them jumps at the uh, chance to answer it. <laughs> yeah, for the uh, time being, neither of you hear of uh, of Mr. Hare or... Uh, we hear hide no hair. <laughs> ah, ah. <laughs> well, Sophie, I think that's the episode title. Um. <laughs> So yeah, you guys uh yeah, you guys uh don't hear any more information about uh Mr. Hare. Um Mr. Cold, you yeah, checking the uh you know, the news sites uh every now and then, like you haven't come across any big catastrophes in Portsmouth outside of uh of the explosion that happened uh about a week before you guys arrived. Uh, Patricia's doing pretty well in her s- studies. Um, after a couple weeks, uh, they let her uh, officially join the uh, Oakland Institute for uh, Technology. Yeah, they. Uh, yeah, for Cato, they pretty much put you in like a. You're gonna pose as the janitor for the first six months of your work here. <laughs> uh, but yeah, like even though like you are like set to, uh, you know, to be on rotation and keep an eye on her. Like, you do also know that there are several people at the Lodge who don't fully trust you, so you kind of have someone watching you, too. And, uh, yeah, for the time being, that is where we will leave our two chuckleheads. Aw, yay. I will say, I did have a bad end uh, paragraph written up. And we didn't have to see it? Nope. In fact, oh, I'm deleting it right now. Oh boy! And and it's gone. We did it! Yeah. Did you guys have fun with the Jabberwocky? Yes, I it did. was very stressful. <laughs> <laughs> I only had four pages of notes written for this uh this little two shot. Nice. Yeah. Did we did we get through them all? Yeah, you did. So um. 
Yeah, I, I, I will tell you a bit about Peter's uh, anima, since I, I highly doubt he'll be back. Yeah, cons- since he got disappeared. Yeah. So, yeah, his anima, let's see, yeah, was in fact recording Jackalope. His level one ability was one that Julian was thinking about, which is Reload. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, his level two was Save State. And the rules I have for Save State, let's see. <clears throat> okay, yeah, Peter can Save State to bring an object back to a set location and use it on up to two objects. Oh, okay. Um, it requires him to physically be able to say the words load save. One of his save states set him to the door to the clock tower, the one in the basement. Mm-hmm. And the other one was set for Patricia to the uh, center of the cell. Mm-hmm. Did it surprise you at how, like, how we kind of sussed out everything? I-, I loved it. You did? Yeah. But was that- it surprising? Uh, a little. Like, I was hoping you guys would suss it out. Mm-hmm. But yeah, and uh, the big restriction on it was it cannot be used to send something from Mirage to Earth or vice versa. Oh my gosh, we would have been so safe. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, but we didn't know that. Yeah, we didn't know that, but yeah. I, like, uh, one of the things that I didn't vocalize is that I kind of suspected that it wouldn't be able to work um, across the planes like that. Yeah, but would you risk it, though? I would not risk it, is the, which is why we did not. Yeah. So, okay, so, Julian, you said yeah, this was horribly stressful, so I'm assuming you had a good time. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I was shaking at parts. It's fine. Oh, uh, it was very I stressful. Uh, I'm, 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 did, did you guys have fun with, uh, with yes. Mr. Cold yes. and Kato? Yes. Yeah. It was so stressful. I loved it. I'm glad. <laughs> I'm glad you guys had fun. Th- this was fun to plan. Because I was like, okay, what what am I going to do after they beat up Peter? Because let's be honest, even though Peter's a guardian, he's gonna go down. Mm-hmm. Then it's like, yeah, oh, I really know. Like car chase. Bad guys. Like, I planned for a car chase, and I honestly did not expect you guys to, to, to do car chase. Mm-hmm. We did it. Yeah, I'm. I'm, I, I'm kind of. Uh, yeah, I'm kind of glad you guys had fun with these characters. And yeah, yeah. Who, who knows? Maybe later on, I can work in a way for these two to come back. Yeah, that would be fun. Yeah. Okay, so that is the end of the session. I already recorded an ending for selfie, so I don't have to remember to say anything. Nice. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so yeah, we're gonna end it here. Bye. Bye. Thank you all for listening to Portsmouth Zodiac, a bacon-flavored podcast. If you would like to keep up with our adventures and be alerted to new episodes, don't forget to follow us on Podbean, Spotify, Amazon Music, or Apple Podcasts. Also, feel free to follow our social medias at bacon underscore podcasts on Twitter, bacon-flavored podcasts on Instagram and TikTok, and our Portsmouth Zodiac page on Facebook. If you would like to support us and our editor, Selfie, you can at patreon.com slash crimsbacon. Supporting us this way will also get you a shout-out at the top of our next session, and at higher tiers, you will even be able to name a person, place, or thing to show up in future episodes. Again, thank you for listening, and have a nice day. <sighs> we did it. We saved them. Um... We saved the <laughs>
what? Uh, no, I'm just catching up on the on uh the the Discord chat. Yeah. And just <laughs> all the gifts of people just kicking people on the ground. Yeah.